Hello, everybody. Common Sense Christianity here. I hope everybody's doing well. You know, I've heard several discussions on the Trinity, on people trying to explain it, and the amount of mental gymnastics and wording is, you know, should cause a a person to think, right? So, for instance, James White calls God three who's in one what. Let me repeat that. James White, and I've heard other Trinitarians repeat this since, call God three who's in one what. So God is a what, and there are three who's in there. Who's the Holy Spirit, who's the Son, and who's the Father, right? I mean, this reminds me of the Abbott and Costello who's on first. Right, they kind of go around with who's on first, and then you know it. it it's kind of like uh, you know the Trinitarian tells me who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You know these are the names of the God persons, and I'll say you don't know the fellow's name, so you don't know is the fellow's name, and and the Trinitarian will say yes, and I say well who's playing first. Right? Who's playing first? And the Trinitarian will say, yes. And I'll say, no, I, I mean the God person's name on first base. The Trinitarian will say, who? Right? <laughs> and I'll say, no, the fellow playing first base for the Trinity? Who? Who is that? And the Trinitarian will say, who? And I'll say, the one on first base. And who's on first? You know, and the Trinitarian will say, you know, just basically, who's on first, the Trinitarians tell me. And I'll say, what are you asking me for? I'm asking you. You know, I'm asking you. And the Trinitarian will say, I'm not asking you, I'm telling you. Who's on first? And I'll be like, I'm asking you who's on first. And Trinitarian will say, that's the one I'm referring to. And I'll say, that's who's, that's whose name? And the Trinitarian will say, yes. And I'll say, well, go ahead and tell me. And the Trinitarian will say, who? And I'll say, the God person on first. And the Trinitarian will say, who? And I'll say the first baseman. Trinitarian will say, who is on first? Right? I mean, this is the insanity of the Trinity when you're trying to explain the Trinity to somebody who's, you know, that's not a Trinitarian. Right? We'll have these discussions with Trinitarians and we'll ask them to explain it and they use logic like this. Like, it's really maddening. It gets to the point of frustration when we're trying to, you know, they're trying to separate Jesus from God. God is God is actually a three person, and one of the persons becomes a 100% God man, 100% God and 100% man, right? So it's basically when when he doesn't know the final hour. Oh, that's just his humanity speaking, but his divinity really does know, right? Um, you know, they have all of these excuses of of why Jesus doesn't know things, or you know, he, he couldn't. He couldn't. Uh, he didn't know the day and the hour. He it wasn't his doctrine or even his will because that was just his humanity. But yet, he was fully God. So even though he was fully human and said he didn't know the final hour, he also was fully God. And then other Trinitarians will say, when Philippians, that he emptied himself of his divine powers. Right. So we have one branch of the Trinitarian doctrine that basically says that Jesus emptied himself of his divine powers and set aside his, you know, his divine prerogatives. But yet he was fully God and fully man. Okay? So they pick and choose. I mean, here he is, God, emptying himself of what? If he was fully God and fully man, then what did he empty himself of? Right? 
I mean, this is the insanity that, that is continue, continuing in the Trinitarian doctrine. No matter where you go, it's an, insa- it's an insane theology. That's why it's not, nobody speaks of it ever. You know, you're, you're basically following something that's not biblical, so we can see the insanity that pursues and branches off from it, right? It's like a three-headed monster, a Frankenstein god that is constantly being patched together with duct tape and mortar, you know, basically putting on this, this facade that it, that it has to be propped up with daily excuses and daily mental gymnastics. And we got James White, who's a popular Christian apologist, you know, that, that writes the book, The Forgotten Trinity, you know, so... The, the forgotten trinity. Well, yeah, it's forgotten because it doesn't exist, right? People people forget about it because they don't they can't explain it. You know, it's it's um it's something that can't be explained. You go to like got questions or something and they admit, you know, the most the most difficult thing for the Christian belief system is the understanding of the trinity, right? And they and they and they they they're scratching their heads and they're baffled by it. You know, got that and they say the Bible says God is, you know, Jesus is God, the Holy Spirit is God, God, the Father is God, therefore it must be three gods, right? And and not three gods, but three God persons in one God. And then they patch together these riddles in Genesis, and, you know, God was hovering over the water, or the Spirit of God was hovering over the water, you know, this and that. And then they have, you know, when God speaks, when God speaks from heaven, and a dove fly, you know, it comes down, the Holy Spirit shows up in the form of a dove, and then Jesus here then that apparently is the Trinity, right? I mean, this is the Trinity because all three persons are present, right? And then, you know, of course, it doesn't have anything to do with three co-equal, co-eternal persons. The Father's permanent abode is in heaven. He can send down his Holy Spirit in parts or whatever. I mean, that's the, that's the whole point of God, right? God is Spirit. So he can direct his power of his Holy Spirit. He can direct it to a house push it into a house like wind, right? The wind can come into a house. That's his Holy Spirit comes into a house, even though his, his, his glory and all of his glory and everything is in heaven, right? So he can, he can direct his power. He can have it for, show up as a form of a dove. It doesn't mean that a third person is flying down. I mean, if you look at the Bible when it says the Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and caused her to conceive, did the third God person overshadow Mary and cause her conception? Well, you better call Jerry Springer because now... Jesus is the son of the third God person and not the father. We have huge, huge problems now. You know, I mean, this is something that the father is going to have to work out with the Holy Spirit on determined paternity, right? Maybe a DNA test. I don't think that would work too well unless the father maybe becomes flesh also like Jesus and then he can have some, a DNA sample or something. I mean, this is the, like I said, this is the area that, that, that the insanity that uh, the Trinity causes. You know, you get into all kinds of weird what-ifs, you know, why didn't Jesus, did Jesus, he pre-existed his own mom, so did he had, did he know beforehand that he was going to be breastfeeding on her? I mean, that's very creepy. Can you imagine? I mean, a God person knowing full well, maybe he created her, and he's going to be sucking on her breasts. That's just, that's very weird. I'm sorry. You know, it's probably TMI, but we have to think about these things. You know, I mean, people don't. You know, they oh, that's silly, that's not, no, it is, it is nonsense because it's not biblical you know the trinity gets you in such an area of perversion that like eternal breastfeeding you know i mean this was in god's purpose and plan from the very beginning then if jesus is god that they set up this whole thing that he would be breastfeeding on a woman and be birthed from a woman right that's very weird um and not only that but never ever tell her that can you imagine that 
there, there is Mary breastfeeding a little infant that is actually God Almighty, the creator of the universe, not really her son, but simply came into her womb, and he's looking into her eyes as he's breastfeeding on her, and she has no idea, right? This is, this is grounds for sexual assault. I mean, really. Um, you know, there was no pre, you know, there was no agreement that, Mary, you're going to receive a God-man into your womb, and you're going to be breastfeeding him, and, you know, you're going to do all these things with him. He's probably seeing her in the nude and all these things, yet he's fully God, okay? This isn't even her son. This is somebody that was in the Trinitarian belief system, existed long before she did, okay? So he's watching her and, you know, sleeping. It just, it's just, I, you know, I, I'm going to stop it right there because it's so perverted and so insane that it doesn't really deserve any, any talk. But that, I'm just showing you the depths that people can go into in the Trinity when they start analyzing it, right? Most Trinitarians don't analyze it. They simply, I've had discussions with them, they're completely oblivious to what the Trinity even is. They have no idea, you know, that, you know Matthew 28:19 is definitive proof that God is three persons. Because right when Jesus left earth, you know, he didn't teach the Trinity, but he's going to show in a riddle that right at his baptism that now God is three persons, right, at a baptism. You know, in a, in a riddle, you know, Father, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Boom! That's the Trinity. That's definitive proof that it's talking about three persons who are co-equal and co-eternal. Okay, so... Like I said, this is the insanity of the Trinity doctrine, um, which is why nobody speaks of it. So we can go through James White's book, um, you know, The Forgotten Trinity. I'm not going to buy it because it's, you know, it's, it's nonsense. But it talks about rediscovering the heart of Christian, be- uh, of Christian beliefs. Okay, So The Forgotten Trinity by James White. And, you know, I don't trust James White because I've seen him on debates and he'll use a verse like 1 John 5.20 and say it applies to Jesus. Now Jesus is the only true God, right? That's a lie. You know, we can go through 1 John 5.20 right now and I can show you that it's not talking about Jesus. You watch his, you watch his interviews and he'll say that's Jesus. Well, no. It says right here, 1 John 5.20, and we know that the Son of God, okay, that's Jesus, has come. Okay, So the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding to know him who is true. So obviously him is not Jesus. To know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. Okay, In his, his son, okay, his, his, him, his, that's the father, in his son, Jesus Christ. Okay, so we, we have been given instances of two instances in that same sentence that the one who is true is not Jesus. Okay. Jesus has come and given us an understanding to know him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son, okay, in his Son, the Father's Son, okay, Jesus Christ. And then it ends with a period, boom. And then it says, this is the true God in eternal life. Well, this is how a Trinitarian will read it. In him who is true, and we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ, this is the true God in eternal life. So they, they redirect this over back to Jesus, right? They try to use the Granville Sharp rule, and that's simply not going to work, you know, because... First of all, it's contradicting, it's contradicting John 17.3, which, which says the Father is the only true God. It says, this is eternal life, that they know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thee have sent. So Jesus Christ reveals who God is and who the only true God is, and that's the Father. And you can read it from the context. We know the Son of God has come to give us an understanding to know him as true, and we are in him as true in his Son, Jesus Christ. Okay? It doesn't just say, in, you know, John is not going to contradict himself uh, you know, in John seventeen three, and then start off with First John five twenty, and say, now 
Jesus is the true God and eternal life, right? I mean, this is, Trinitarians will use any desperate little morsel or riddle to patch together the theology, even perverting a text. Whether or not it's deliberate, I don't know, but I, I know that some Trinitarians will deliberately lie because they feel like the end justifies the means, right? If I get this person into coaxing them into believing that maybe this is talking about Jesus, they'll see the overall picture, and that's what's most important, right? Even if this is not necessarily true. That's a, that's a, that's a lie. That's a white lie. You know, when you start lying and deliberately twisting words and verses, that's a lie. Okay, I don't lie when I talk about God. The Bible is very clear. We have one God, the Father, and we have one Lord Jesus Christ. Again, the word Lord should not be used. I don't like using it because it creates confusion. It's Adonai or Adonai for God. A-D-O-N-A-I for God. And for Jesus, it's Adonai. A-D-O-N-I. You can look at, go ahead, go to Bible Hub or Google. Go Google uh, Psalm 110.1 Bible Hub. Okay? Click on the link should take you to a link that has the Bible Hub. It goes through all of the different translations of the verses, you know, NIV, NSV, uh, ESV, RSV. Scroll down all the way towards the bottom where it gets into the breakdown of the sentence structure and it has the Hebrew, right? Okay, you can see in the bold it'll say Yahweh said to, sell, you know, it'll say the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, said to my Lord, small L-O-R-D, Sit at my right hand, okay? So you can look at the bold on that. And the bold is the, the translator's additions, okay? That's not in Scripture. They, that's their words. But the, the Hebrew says Yahweh, and it says right below it, the proper name of the God of Israel, right? Said to El Adonai, right? Adonai. And that is the name of a master or ruler or sir. It's not Adonai or Adonai. It's Adonai, A-D-O-N-I. And when it says L-A-D-O-N-I, that just simply means my master. So it's L means my, and A-D-O-N-I means master. So they could say, you know, the Lord said to, and then A-D-O-N-I, my master. So it, it, the name is A-D-O-N-I, but when they put L-A-D-O-N-I, it basically says my, my, my master. So... um when you refer to Jesus, it would be A-D-O-N-I, but the L just simply means my, so we put it together. That's why you see L-A-D-O-N-I, because it means my master, okay? But in other terms, it would be just A-D-O-N-I. So you can see in there that even in the, book of, in the book of Psalms in the Old Testament, Jesus is not referred to as Yahweh. He's referred to as something else. Now, when they capitalize one Lord, L-O-R-D for Yahweh, and L-O-R-D for Jesus, people that understand this know the difference, right? But some other people don't. They see Lord being called Yahweh, and they see Lord being called Jesus, and boom. You know, Jesus is the Lord now. And no, you know, like I mentioned in my earlier podcasts, the Lord is a very common term. Other people were called Kyrios just like Jesus was. Okay, so that's, that's the perversion. It's an eclipsing perversion because they start off with Yahweh. They eliminate that name. Okay, they yank it out and put L-O-R-D. Now Jesus is L-O-R-D. And then like in the KJV and Revelation 1-8 in the Red Letter Bible, they remove God entirely. So it, says, it doesn't say the Lord God. It says the Lord, right? And they, they attribute this to Jesus. It's not there. I, I discussed this in my other podcast. The one who is to come, they're talking about the Father because it goes on to say, and from the seven spirits, and from Jesus Christ. But a Trinitarian in the KJV will have this... Jesus Christ speaking, 
I mean, that is a lie, a deliberately li- a deliberate lie. And that's what happens when you remove words like Yahweh and, and God, right? You take things out. And the, the KJV translators didn't even understand Koyan Greek. It was a lost language until manuscripts were discovered later, and we found out the differences between them, right? They didn't understand the differences, and there were huge, huge problems with words. Huge problems with words. So, you know, this is just some examples of, of the Trinity doctrine, um, and, um, you know, we can, we can go through James White. He's a director of Alpha and the Omega Ministries and an evangelical Reformed Baptist Christologist. Um, I've seen his arguments on um, YouTube. I've seen his debates. You know, and it's, it's, he's like, a, he's like a, a slick car salesman, a snake oil salesman. He's going to tell you all of these things, but they're not biblical, right? He'll make a lie about First John 5.20. He'll, um, and I don't know if he's lying. I, I, I really don't know. I, I, I would hate to think that he's lying deliberately. I'm not going to, I should t- retract that and say he's lying. He's a liar. I'm not going to say he's a liar. I think maybe he possibly believes that it's actually talking about Jesus. I mean, the Trinity causes a spiritual blindness. It causes a person to see things that are not there. So when they read things, they twist them around, just like in Titus 2.13, where it says the great God and our great God and Savior, right? So they think this is talking about Jesus, but in, in reality, it's actually addressing two persons. Like, you know, if you read the opening book of Titus, it talks about the great God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, our Savior, right? So the great God, the Father, and Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now in, in Titus 2, it says, you know, grace from God, the Father, and, you know, grace from God, you know, from God and our Savior. So what they think is, is Jesus is our God and Savior, you know, you know, the great God and Savior, okay, the great God and Savior, not the great God and Savior, you know, so they, they, don't, they don't understand this difference between and. They, they need to start off when God the Father is established as God, right? He's not going to slip into another God now, that Jesus is now our God and Savior. This is the, another example of how the Trinity twists and perverts the message, okay, now, I don't know why, but it seems like everything is, is trying to eclipse the Father, right? The Father is removed as the Creator. Okay, the Holy Spirit now replaces the Father as the Spirit of God. Okay, so now God has a three-person being dwelling inside believers, and Jesus is the Creator of the universe, and the Father basically sits back and does nothing and twiddles his thumbs, right? The, the three who's and one what. You know, we, what's going on and who? Who? You know, who's on third? Who's the Creator? Yeah, who? You, who is? You know, what, what, you know, it's just basically, it, it's becoming, it, you know, it becomes a real circus act. And that's why Jewish people around the world will not believe in a trinity. You know, they will not come to Jesus, unfortunately. A small handful will because they're so dis- disillusioned by their own religion that they want another path, you know. But that doesn't make it true. You know, just like Muslims, they're fed up with Islam. They look at an alternate path. Some find different religions. Some find, you know, Buddhism. Some find uh, the trinity. But that doesn't make it true. You know, they, they, they're going to carry on these belief systems about the Trinity that doesn't make any sense, and they're going to continue. They're just going to believe in it, but they don't, in their heart, you know, in their mind, in their spirit, in their soul, they know something is desperately wrong. And every Trinitarian, if he's honest with himself, will admit that the Trinity makes no sense, okay? But they're, they're hanging on to the, the belief that it has to be true because God would not deceive the majority of Christians. Well, no, he didn't. The majority of Christians are being deceived by Satan, Okay. You know, when has the majority opinion about God been right? You know, when you hang on to the majority of what men say when God, Jesus, and the apostles never speak of it, we got huge problems on our hands. You know, go through the Bible. Find where Jesus speaks of a Trinity God or a three-person God. 
find where uh, anybody does. You know, James White uses this triangle, you know, that's that's prevalent in Trinitarian doctrine, which is it's basically a triangle that explains how God can be three persons. You know, God is not the Son, God is not, you know, or the Father is not the Son, you know, the Son is not the Father, the Son is not the Holy Spirit, but yet all, the, all of them together equal one God, right? It's a little diagram with God in the middle, you know, just more man-made nonsense. There's no diagram, no, no, you know, uh, apostle ever tried to even entertain such an idea. They could have easily wrote a diagram in the Bible, a little picture of something to illustrate this, or, you know, three hooves on one one sheep or goat, or, you know, blend together as they are one goat, or something, you know, something primitive like that would have even worked, you know. Three three bales of hay, you know, fall off the the, the main rack, and together they, they join each other and become one bale or something magical like that you know uh three three persons are just like our god is you know all together they are one the united in spirit you know they could have gotten really magical and really elegant in sort of their descriptions because you know the writers of the bible the the apostles had very good you know uh language and and grammar and they were they were uh far ahead of their times in a lot of in a lot of ways even though they were a lot of more goat herders right but intertheology and now these these personifications like Lady Wisdom become persons. Poof! You know, Lady Wisdom is now Jesus Christ. And so, you know, then they make the argument, well, you know, he's he's uh he's a female because even even um the uh, Holy Spirit is personified or is actually feminine. Well yeah, because it's not a person, right? I can call the Holy Spirit not a person because it's the power of God. You know, the power of God is not God himself. God is all encompassing. The power of God is something that that God branches out from, right? God, it's something separate from, it's it's within God, but it's something separate. He can direct it, he can manifest it. You know, it doesn't mean that it's, 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 it's the power of God. Just like my spirit, like you can feel the vibes from person, that's not the person though, it's their spirit that's emanating from that person, right? So, like I was saying, God can be up in heaven, he can direct his spirit down on earth and have it appear in the form of a dove, right? That doesn't mean that this is a person, it's a personification, like God's wisdom, his prudence, his word. All these are with God from the beginning. Okay, These are with God, meaning belonging to God. Prostantheon doesn't mean that they're face-to-face like Petra. It doesn't mean that. So, you know, when I look at all these books on the Internet, understanding the Trinity, reestablishing your belief in the Trinity, understanding the Trinity properly, you know, reexamining your faith in the Trinity. The Trinity is the foundation of Christian doctrine. You know, on and on and on, all these books. All these books of men, you know, why don't any of the apostles ever speak of such a thing? Why don't the apostles teach a trinity? Why doesn't Jesus teach a trinity? Uh, why doesn't anybody speak of it? And it reminds me of Second uh, Timothy uh, 4, right, 4.3. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching. It's not sound teaching. The trinity is not sound teaching, okay? Three who's and one what is not a sound teaching. You can look at the illustration that I gave about the baseball game. Who's on first? Yes. I mean, no, I'm asking you a question. Who's on first? Who? You know, why are you asking me? I mean, this is they, they should have a, a little Abbott and Costello thing or whatever, the Three Stooges or whatever, uh, an illustration of the Trinity, right? People are trying to explain it, and they're getting, you know, backwards and forth. It's kind of like, you know, his human nature versus his godly nature. You know, uh, 100% man and 100% God is like, 
a car that's 100% painted blue and 100% painted red. You know, we're we're getting into mystery and myth and circus acts. You know, so it says, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but have itching ears. They will accumulate themselves teachers. Okay, who's teaching all this stuff? James White, Dr. Brown, all these people on YouTube that are they use these spectacular mental gymnastics and all of these these riddles to patch it together, and they like to show themselves. They like to prove how how much how better of a master of riddles they are than you and people in the in the audience will shake their head and go wow i can see that you know they patch together here patch together there come up with this, this trinitarian chicken noodle soup you know and stir it around and this is the broth and feed it to everybody and everybody gobbles it down they don't even look at the ingredients of what's in it you know what is in this trinitarian soup it's not good you know then they wonder why they get a bellyache afterwards and they have to go to the doctor okay the doctor is the holy spirit trying to say hey Wake up. This is not good soup you're eating. You know, you're not feeding your spirit, you know, just like chicken soup for the soul, right? This is not Trinitarian soup for the soul. This is bad stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't help you understand God. It drives you farther away from God. Nobody can understand God if you're a Trinitarian. You simply can't because even God Questions will admit, and that's the lar- one of the largest Christian websites, is they don't understand the Trinity. It can't make any sense whatsoever. It doesn't make sense, but it's the foundation of their doctrine. So just believe it, trust in it, but don't really question it. They have other things to worry about, basically, is their, is their statement at the end, you know, as they patch things together and take things out of context, of course. You know. So my podcast later, I mean, this is, the, this is common sense Christianity, which I, I use common sense. I also use the Bible verses too, but it's more of thinking because a lot of times when people stick to Scripture, they don't use common sense. They're not thinking, okay? They don't take a step back and go, why would Jesus reveal at his baptism or at a baptism right before he leaves earth that God is a trinity? Why does he use a riddle? There's nothing about a trinity in there. And what about his previous teaching? And then not only that, but they don't use common sense and go, why don't the apostles pick up this message? If, they, if Jesus was revealing that God was three persons, why don't the apostles pick up this message and preach it throughout the lands? Hmm... You know, start scratching your head and using common sense and wondering. But but very few people do this. So that's why I wanted to establish this podcast. I wanted to get people to think, step outside the box. Just because you're told something is right and, and it's passed on through tradition doesn't make it right. I mean, a lie perpetuated forever is still a lie. You know, you can pass on down the fact that maybe, you know, this woman had, uh, had uh, done something in the past that was not true, but it's perpetuated throughout history. And it, it actually was a lie, but people pick it up. Okay, did you hear this and this and this? It's basically like a rumor, right? It's, it's false witness. It's, it's a rumor that's passed on down that was a lie to begin with. In the beginning, it was a lie, and now it's still a lie, but people believe it. Okay, But some people question it. You know, you could say, well, some people that are analytical thinkers, they could go, well, you know, I don't see that she wasn't there at that time at 3 o'clock, even though I was told that, that this happened, but she wasn't there. So how could she have done this? And then you start questioning it, right? Years ago, they would have executed you if you even thought about that. If you thought about the Trinity was false and you went and preached it, a different God or whatever, they would burn you at the stake. They would kill you or persecute you, make you lose your job. You know, so people were terrified. They were, people were terrified to deny the Trinity or that Jesus was God. And you see that even today. You know, people are terrified because if they admit it, they're not considered a Christian. They're basically looked at as, as, as uh, just satanic or, or heretics. You know, so the Trinity... Uh, the, the condemnation part still exists today. They push this condemnation. It's like a gang. You know, if you don't belong to the Trinity or Jesus' God gang, 
then you're not really a Christian and you're going to be really shunned. Not only are you not going to be accepted, you're going to be shunned. People will talk about you. Oh, I can't believe that that person doesn't believe Jesus is God. What a heretic. You know, they fell away from the faith. They lost their faith. No, they didn't. You know, their faith was renewed a lot of times because the Bible starts opening up. And you see deception like this. You see deception in 1 John 5.20, where it makes John contradict himself. You see all these things, you know. So, and I understand it's frustration to talk to a Trinitarian a lot of times because they deliberately do this. And and some of them deliberately do, but some of them, I think, are just so brainwashed and indoctrinated, they don't, they don't think about it, right? So my my future podcast will probably be a little, maybe more formal, I don't know. Uh, I like to do podcasts just on a random because it's natural. I'm not scripted. I don't like to do scripted things necessarily. Uh, but if, and if, if anybody has any questions or maybe ideas for a podcast, they can email me at love2camp at gmail.com. That's L-O-V-E, the word two, T-O, camp, like camping out, C-A-M-P, at gmail.com. That's L-O-V-E-T-O-C-A-M-P at gmail.com. And until next time, God bless.